0: Yes, it's time for a bit of a trans-Tasman tussle with our friends from SENZ. Daniel McCarty's joined us on this morning over here on Friday, and we hope that you're having a good Friday morning, of course, too, mate. Good morning to you. Welcome.
1: Great to hear from you, my friend. We are friends, but we're going to be your daddies this weekend, mate. Who's your daddy? We are.
0: <laughs> oh, gee. Come out, come out swinging early. Okay, so that means we're going to have to dive into our us versus you guys at the world cup and the pacific championships but before that let's talk rugby world cup because i can imagine it just be going gangbusters um i i don't know which way i'm going to go here on sunday morning yet but the all blacks against south africa is the final i think that that everybody was hoping for what's the groundswell of opinion been like over there
1: Well, the groundswell of opinion is one of quite a bit of optimism and confidence, which has me rather unsettled. Uh, I'm a bit of a nervous sports fan at the very best of times. uh, And I have a lot of admiration for what South Africa have done over the years. Uh, I know they were scratchy, but they found a way to come back from what looked like um, a losing position in the semi final. They did something similar in the quarter final as well. They are the. Defending champs, after all, they've never lost a Rugby World Cup final. See if I just go on and on and end up uh, going on to Nightmare on Box Street. Uh, I've been calling them the Zombok Apocalypse all week because they're a team that does not quit. But New Zealand have built really, really well throughout twenty twenty two, and uh, we, we all know New Zealand slumped to some pretty low depths in twenty one, twenty twenty two. Uh, But they seemingly have got their act in order, and I I know the betting uh, market isn't a great indication, but I think it's a good temperature, you know, checking the temperature of the average sports fan, and 80% of all punts made in New Zealand, um, when I spoke to Paul from the TAB here uh, late yesterday, 80% of all match result bets are on the All Blacks to win. So... uh, what a shock! You're probably thinking a confident New Zealand rugby fan base. Uh, you've never seen that over the years, have you?
0: <laughs> Going into a World Cup final, there's there's something brand new. What's been made of um, of the Springboks team that they've announced, and in particular the bench? He, he's gone for a seven-one forwards backs split on the bench there, which which just you know oozes confidence. Has there been any reaction to that?
1: Oh, plenty. Um, there's been plenty of reaction around the rugby world to this since he started uh, trotting it out. Uh, he uh, Rossi Rasmus and Jacques Ninamba, the uh, the actual head coach, even though he's not really the coach, Rossi Erasmus is still running the cutter there. They played seven forwards on the bench against the All Blacks in a warm-up game just prior to the World Cup, and they thumped the All Blacks. Um, but New Zealand were down to 14 players before the bench came on, so it's hard to tell if that was the key difference. Plus, South Africa were so good in the first half against New Zealand. They tried it against Ireland in a game they lost, and they were kept scoreless for the last 30 minutes, roughly, of the game. So uh, I I can see why they're doing it. It's clearly they are telegraphing how they're going to play. It's going to be bloody nosed alley that you're going to have to uh, go down, and they're going to keep coming and coming. The weather forecast is not great. It's Plenty of rain, so it's going to make a nutritional game, which it always is against South Africa. Uh, but they are signposting how they're playing. But I see a real, and this is my own personal opinion, I see a real, uh, I struggle with the calculus, the risk and the reward. You're one injury away from Cheslin Colby having to play halfback. He's a winger. Yeah. Um, yeah. They are one injury away from someone playing at first five. Is not a first five. Uh, and I, I have not seen the rewards uh, that that makes me comfortable with the risk. So I think they've blinked first with this decision. I would have gone a six two split, but what do I know?
0: Meanwhile, over here we're trying to work out what's going on with our coach, whether or not he's going to stick around, whether he's been talking to Japan or not, and you guys probably sitting back and just, you know, twiddling your thumbs at the never ending Wallabies coach debate. But I have seen a few little whispers I've got around an idea. that Yeah, Ian Foster.
1: Yeah, he's, he's a free agent. He's proven himself. He's been nominated sir, for world coach of the year. Sir, 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 be, be, sir, Louis here, by the way, it'll be Sir N yes. Foster because we have this we have this habit in New Zealand. If you win a rugby World Cup with the best rugby players in the world, you you deserve a knighthood. Um, you know, tongue firmly in cheek. I've been calling for Sir Ian Foster for a year. If he wins this, such as the Redemption Arc, so why not pick up? I know he's keen to carry on coaching. You could do worse, but you're probably sick of the Kiwis. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm, well, I don't know. I think, I think we're sick of the whole debate over here. Look, if Eddie Jones had got him to the quarterfinals, he might have got a knighthood as well. That's, that's <laughs> the sort of scenario that we're at. Right. now, let's get to cricket. Let's get to cricket because tomorrow afternoon, Australia come off a massive win over Netherlands and Glenn Maxwell went ballistic. Davy Warner's in fine form. You guys have a different, uh, avenue of preparation into this one because, like us, you ran into India um, last time around. So how do you see this one playing out? How much attention has that been garnering in NZ?
1: Oh, there's plenty of attention on the Cricket World Cup. Uh, New Zealand have been uh, a pretty competitive side over the years and this uh, competition, of course, uh, making it through to two finals. One we are allowed to talk about, the one when we were completely outplayed by you fellas in 2015. Uh, we, we're not allowed to talk about 2019, although we are dining out on England being in the relegation spots um. Uh. Just fantastic, isn't it? Um. Yeah. Sorry. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, bless. That's wonderful stuff. <laughs> I knew they were bad. I didn't realise they were that bad. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the questions about New Zealand. Uh. Oh, he, if I'm talking about this game in of itself, the, the, this is a game that worries me because I think New Zealand has a bit of a mental block when it comes to playing Australia. Um, we have not beaten Australia outside of New Zealand in one-day international cricket since 2009. I don't even know what I was doing in 2009. I don't know if you know what you were doing in 2009. Nah, it's 13 games. Forgotten about that. 13 one-day internationals in a row, and, and that has me a little bit worried. Um... Because I think that psychology is on both sides. I think Australia actually look forward to taking on New Zealand. I I think a lot of other nations know you can't take an over off here or there. New Zealand are one of those sides that all facets, they make you work over the 100 uh, overs of a one-day international. I think Australia skip to the ground when they take on New Zealand. Or am I just being a little bit too much of a pessimist?
0: Mm, you might be, you might be, but I tell you what, there's definitely a, a pep in the step of the Aussies. I mean, Travis heads back. You know, this is the whole thing about from this Everyone side of the fence. Dan, we've sort of we, we've been going. When are they going to kick into gear? And I've been saying when they got Sri Lanka, they 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 looked like a different team. They got to Sri Lanka and they looked like a team that wanted to go out and make a statement. They know that the pressure was on, and the, and they've sort of turned it around from there. And then you can't read too much into a flogging of Netherlands, but. It, the, the flogging part yes, is, is the, part, yeah, beat, it's the part that's like... They beat South <laughs> Africa. They beat South Africa. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, I know. But uh, what I'm saying is not too many people are saying, well, you're going to win a World Cup because you beat the Dutch. But the way that they beat them, and I oh, reckon was an the assault. way that the team's coming together. <laughs> it yeah. was downright rude. But that's what it
1: was. It is. Well, I, th- I think they should be in court for the way they treated the Netherlands. It's just outrageous.
0: Mm, yeah. All right. So that's tomorrow afternoon, and then of course Saturday night we've got footy, um, and we'll be doing this again in the final. So the Kangaroos, we've had a nice two-week break. Meanwhile, you guys come off a fifty-nil win over Samoa last week. Um, I think I think you just put too many points on the board over Samoa, and I think therefore that you're going to run out of points against the Kangaroos. That, that's as, <laughs> that's as sort of that's as deep as my research has gone into that one. <laughs> You should have bloody backed you, off <laughs> <laughs> You're right though
1: Like Scoring points against the Kangaroos Has been New Zealand's issue For a number of tests uh, You know, I like to throw out uncomfortable facts um, You know, To stimulate an audience You probably do the same We've won one of the last eight tests But in five of those tests We haven't got past ten points we, we haven't got to double figures. So you look at New Zealand's lineup. There's so much attacking quality. It's a fun side. It's a really entertaining side. Surely we'll, surely we'll get beyond 10 points, whether or not we'll get enough to beat Australia, the gold standard in rugby league. Uh, but I'd like to ask you, how weakened is that Aussie side? If they, uh, I know they're resting some players, but there's no such thing as a bad Aussie side, even with people being uh, rested uh, I t- for the final.
0: I'll tell you what's, the, what's been the overriding talk out of the Australian team and, and this has come from Nico Hines. I had Tony Stags on my program yesterday and the input and influence of Mal Meninga on that team has been quite remarkable and how he's been able to gel those some of those yeah. new players, some of those debutante players. Mal's got this, as Jimmy Smith said to me yesterday, Mal's got this secret sauce and the secret sauce is that he makes people confident and comfortable and that's, you know, he's not the only coach in the world that can do that but I think that's that's an underlying sort of um, little bit of magic that, that Mal provides to the kangaroos. I reckon it's going to be a ripper. Oh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one on Saturday and, of course, when they do it again in the final. Righto, mate, we're, we've just about run out of time. So we've you've got the All Blacks against South Africa, so you'll be going for that. We think that we're going to get you in the World Cup uh, and also think we're going to get you in the Pacific Championships. So one out of three ain't bad for the weekend.
1: Well, typical Australians, you're wrong. Um, yeah, there's not much <laughs> else I can add on that, you know. <laughs> I feel for you.
0: I love the depth feel, of our <laughs> research. <laughs> <laughs> good bar. on you. See you, Daniel. One, one, well,
1: one out of three ain't bad. One out of three is bad, my friend. You have a great week. Appreciate it.
0: <laughs> a big g'day to all of our listeners over in Senz, Louis. Thank you to your uh, you as well, mate, for jumping on. Really appreciate it. Daniel McCarty, there, of course, really easy to choose.
1: Right, we'll leave uh, our good friend Maddie White uh, from SEN in uh, Sydney. Always good bands, right? Always good bands. One out of three. At least he's given us one. Uh, yeah, that, that's Do nice. You, that's something. It, like, okay, if we, if we now he's
0: gone, he can't hear right, Brian that Maddie. He, he's gone, right? Now he can't hear. One
1: out of three. Not sh- I'm it's not probably, afraid probably, to probably tell about him what right. I think. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh, well, no, but it's one out of three. It's one out of three. I mean, like, I know you're being the pessimist here. You're the resident pessimist. Is one out of three about right if you were setting the line?
1: Yeah. I'd take one out of three, provided the one is the Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the the one you – if you can only have one, that's the one you want. Because the Kiwis get another crack at the kangaroos, right? The Kiwis (laughs) get another crack at the kangaroos. That's fine. And, you know, as much as I will hate and I will oh, my phone's going to go off from all my Australian cricketing mates too. We're back, mate. We're back. We own you. Yeah, you guys can't beat us. Yeah. Well, group stage. So, yeah, I can wear that. Just as long as Sunday morning is the one, Louie. Got to take a break.